guys, welcome to Basically Minimal. If you're trying to sell all your belongings and live in a white house, this is probably not the podcast for you, but you could stay. However, if you're just trying to live an everyday basic life and clean some of your house, then you're in the right place. I'm Morgan, and I'm just a basic girl who drinks Starbucks daily, loves a clean house, and just trying to live a little bit more minimal. On my podcast, we'll talk about organization, cleaning, living intentionally, and just all the good stuff. New podcasts will be out every Monday. Take me with you and listen while you empty the dishwasher or fold a load of laundry or go on a walk. Have a great week. Hey guys, it's Morgan. Welcome back to Basically Minimal. I've been waking up early every day. It's currently 6.30 in the morning on a Saturday. Ever since Nick has moved in, I've been getting up early, and honestly, I love it. I've been up since 5. I didn't really sleep that well last night, but it's just still nice to get up early and get stuff done. So I'm going to tape this or record this and then head off to the grocery store. So today, I'm going to be talking about organizing the kitchen, what to get rid of, what to keep, where to put it. Whether you have a tiny kitchen or a huge kitchen, I think you could get some ideas on how to organize yours. So first, let's talk about what's in your kitchen. I helped my mom purge her kitchen, and it took a full night and then a whole nother afternoon just to do the pantry. My mom has lived in my childhood house for almost 30 years, and we were dying at the expiration dates of some of the crap, like sprinkles. I think there was a 1997. I was like, Mom, what is this? That's the thing. If you don't regularly purge, you'll have a giant purge on your hands, which is fine, but just don't get discouraged if it takes quite a few hours. However, once you are done and once you do it once, it's easier to keep up with. Here are some places to check for unnecessary items. Fridge freezer, pantry, drawers, cabinets, and under the sink. Yep, the whole kitchen. (laughs) Before you start purging everything, make sure you have a clean workspace. For example, if you have a counter, make sure it's clean and doesn't have a bunch of stuff on it because when you purge, you need one clean open space. I personally would start in the freezer. There's so much in your freezer that belongs in the garbage, unfortunately, but I, as I'm sure many others, buy frozen food and forget about it. So go through it, throw away and reorganize, clean the shelves if needed, then repeat with the fridge. But you have to take the garbage right outside to the trash. Don't let garbage pile up everywhere because that makes a purge very overwhelming. Next, I would go into the pantry or wherever you keep dry goods. Do the same thing as you did with the fridge and the freezer. Again, you'll definitely find things that expired a year ago. That's life. I clean out mine all the time and somehow that still happens to me. Now that the food part is done, let's talk utensils. If you've been following for a while, then you know that my whole minimalism journey started with the cups and then like the spatulas, like that drawer. And all of a sudden my house was being purged. So go through all of your drawers. What do you need? What do you not need? Do you need the old soup ladle that is gross when you have two others? Do you need three wine openers? Do you need two cheese graters? Probably not. Figure out what you can get rid of. I suggest pulling everything out first. That's how I always do purges. So pull everything out first, put back what you are keeping and give away the rest. When you put it away, um, I always say like clean too. So like clean out the drawer and then put it back nicely and in an order that makes sense for you. If something's disgusting, which can happen when something sits in a drawer for a decade, never used, just throw it out. The stuff that is good, you can give to a friend who is moving or ask around. If not, just donate it. 
Repeat this with the silverware, oven mitt drawer, and whatever else you got going on in the kitchen. Next up, Tupperware. So I could do an entire episode on this. Growing up, I could never find the lids to things. The drawer would never shut. It was just a hot mess. And then even when I moved out on my own, I used to live in a different place than I do now, but it was a hot mess. Now I have a system for it. I keep all the container parts stacked and all the lids all stacked together. Now there's different shapes, of course, so it's not all like one size containers, one size lids. I'll have to post a picture on my Instagram, but it's so easy when we're looking for a container because all the one size lids are together and then the other and so on. And here's the trick to keeping it organized is put it back right and right away. If you don't put it back right, you are just making a snowball reaction to a hot mess. So like when you take it out of the dishwasher, yeah, I know there's like lids and different sizes and all that stuff, but like just take 30 seconds to put it away and then you won't have a problem with it. Okay, appliance time. I have had to rearrange mine a few times now. If you've been listening, there was one time when I had them all in the pantry. When I say appliances, I mean air fryer, instant pot, blender, quesadilla maker, boiled egg maker, just all that good stuff. However, when Nick moved in, we needed more space in the pantry, so I decided to put the stuff I really don't use in a cupboard. I just felt like I used the stuff more when it was out, and that's the thing about this whole minimalist life. You have to make things easy. When the air fryer was shoved in a cupboard, I hated taking it out and making stuff. Now that's in the pantry, it's easy to get out. We use it all the time. So long story short, I did keep the Instant Pot and the air fryer in the pantry because I do use those the most often, but the other stuff I did have to put away just to make more room. With that being said, you may arrange your stuff one way after listening to this podcast and then in a month realize you kind of have to rearrange some stuff and that is okay too. Cups, plates, bowls. We have too many. If you go to your parents' house, I'm sure there are probably a million cups there of all different things like Disney on Ice and some random sports bar cup. It happens to the best of us. However, you don't need all those cups. Go through your cups, plates, bowls, just like the utensils. Again, there are probably people you know who are looking for that kind of stuff who are on a budget. If you keep medicine in your kitchen, like a medicine area or medicine cabinet, please go through that. You honestly need to go through that every few months and not just for the fact that there's probably expired stuff, but I feel like when we get sick, we rummage through it and then it gets all messy. So dispose of what needs to be thrown out correctly. I know there's like certain ways to do all that and then organize it to make sense and try your best to put stuff back right away or right and right away when going through it. The last thing I can think of is under the sink. I feel like I'm missing an area, but if I think of it, we can talk about it next time. I have a whole episode about under the sink, but this is also an area that can get so messy so quick and you don't even know what's under there. So just pull everything out, clean it up, purge, and reorganize. Keeping up with the kitchen. So listen, I know this is hard when it was just me. My kitchen was pretty much always clean, but now that Nick is here, I find that that's not the case. (laughs) There's crumbs, there's spots, so... I just try to keep up with it. He's really good at putting things back where he wants, which is helpful. So make it a priority to set boundaries and communicate how you like the kitchen with your family. Now, I communicate that and he definitely tries. Like he puts the stuff back where it's supposed to go. Um, So we're getting there. We are getting there. He definitely makes an effort. So I think it's because I communicate it and communicate that that's like what I need. And maybe you don't need that, but it really is nice to have 
a place that is picked up and clean. So if you have really little kids, I understand it's hard, but if you go slow and show them how to put things away, it will just become a habit. Honestly, trust me, I teach kindergarten and I know they're a little bit older than maybe toddlers, but my kids like can come into the room in the morning. They turn on a smart board. They open up the little like it's just like a document, I guess, for the lunch count. They can reset it so the names go back on the bottom. They pull out the morning work. Just on Thursday, my coffee was over by where they would set the folders in. <laughs> I didn't even tell them. Like, one grabbed it and moved it to my desk so it wouldn't spill. You can totally train kids. It takes, excuse my language, but I feel like I have to say it like this, a shit ton of patience. It Like, a ton of patience. <laughs> but... It is so worth it and it won't be perfect. Like there will be spills, things will be put back, not just the way you want it, but you can just encourage them be like, oh, I love how you put that, put back, like they'll put back my containers and I'll be like, oh, thanks so much for putting back the container. Will you turn it so the label is facing out? And then they're like, oh, sure. Like instead of like losing your coin, be like, you put it in there and it's backwards or whatever. You could just, just go slow when he goes slow I know it sucks sometimes because we're all living like fast busy lives and sometimes it's easy to just do it for them but if you just show them they want to be a helper so if you're thinking like listening to this why have little kids and that's too hard and whatever like you if you take the time you'll be so surprised and honestly you'll feel so proud of them so it's just like a win-win all over the place also give yourself grace nothing is always going to be super super perfect but if you try to look at what is good that can be helpful i hope i inspired you to go start purging your kitchen the kitchen is probably the most used space in a house i always tell nick a clean home is a happy home and it is so true my mood is so much better when the house is clean i remember when we first started dating i always tell the story but maybe the fourth time he came over he said you really do keep your house as clean i said Yep. Little did I know I'd have to be working overtime to do it once he moved in. <laughs> Just kidding. I hope you can make your kitchen a clean kitchen so you can also feel the happiness it brings. Less clutter, less clutter around you equals less clutter in your brain equals less clutter in your life. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.